Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this episode we are continuing the the uh, new show trend of Top 10. Whoop, whoop. And today we are talking about our Top 10 the graphic. The whistles go, woo. <laughs> no, it's the whistles. Our top 10 graphic novels. Ron can't even get the meme right. I know. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Dylan don't even know what meme we're talking about. Don't. I don't. Um, yeah, huh? That's funny. The whistles go woo. The whistles go woo. Sorry, woo, woo. not the wheels. The whistles go woo. Go look it up on YouTube. The wheels. The, the whistles. I said it wrong. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> any, anyway. Uh, so. so. Anyway, Defenders. Um, oh, so. Cool. Wow. Patsy. Um, <laughs> what, what is, what what is happening? Happened? What a show. <laughs> Uh, my apologies. Top um, um, Anyway, uh, thank you all really for coming out to our Action Comics Midnight last week, uh, last night. Actually, it was fun. I guess. Yep. It was lit. So, um, in full disclosure, <laughs> as I will, as I do, uh, we are recording this uh, a week in advance yes, because I'm going to be out of town. Yes, he will. Um, so, but to be fair, we already know it's going to be fun. Yeah, so we already know it's going to be. We're not lit lying because oh, the, for sure. We already know it's going to be lit because of the number of our. Well, because I'm there. And I normally would be there, but I'll be in New York City. One of the questions a, couple, a week ago was, why is Ron so lit? And it's, you know. That's right. Lit game. You wrote that. No, we know. No, it was, that. it was yeah. Nick. It, <laughs> it was Nick. Um, Thanks, Nick. Th- shout out, Nick. So, um, anyway, with this, um, with our top ten episodes, uh, top ten uh, shows, what we've been doing is we each generate a top ten list and go from ten to one and talk about um, our picks for that. Oh, you know what? We didn't do Pickle of the Week last week. Oh no! And we didn't do it for this week. <laughs> so sorry, no pickle of the week. No pickles of the week. Sorry, sorry. we forgot. Yeah, we're we're in a rush because we're we'll recording. Get, we'll two get on the next one. It'll be good. We'll get you on that next one. My bad. What's coming out this week? Something. <laughs> I don't know. Some books. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, well, action, well, action comics one thousand comes out. Action comics. My our pickle of the week this week is action comics one thousand. There you go. Um, every cover. Every cover. All of them. Um, but so anyway. Patrick Walker. This is devolving. Okay. So, top ten graphic novels. Top ten. Um, top ten. Uh, this is a fun format. I like this. Um, this is um, this was kinda hard to put it's together fun. this list. It's fun for sure. It yeah. is. Um, also, thank you guys for your submissions. Yeah, we, we put out uh, the call uh, and do. got, got, uh, got several good, responses. Got a good chunk. So we'll we'll, we'll pepper some of those in. Yeah, we'll um, we'll talk about a few of them. Because I know there's some overlap between um, quite a few, yeah, between y'all and us. But none, all three of our lists are completely unique. Really, so, no overlap between all, any, three, all of us. three of us. Nope, which is weird. Um, I, you know, we should have played the game um, that you can't. You can't. Uh, I, Ron and I can't play because we both have the spreadsheet in front of us. But uh, it would Kinda be to, guess. to try to guess what our top top ones were. I would have guessed yours correctly. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, no, yeah. I would have. I would have had Dylan's wrong. I See, I would have, I would have gotten yours wrong, but it would have been out of those two, the right. top two. So. Right. You would have known like the wheelhouse. Of yeah. Whatever. Well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. So, um, I would yeah. have. No, your number three is what I thought. Would have thought. Number yeah, one I would have done the same one. Yeah. But but anyway. Um. So we're gonna start with um our number tens. Um. And I'm gonna start first. Um. And I have uh, Inhumans. Um. By Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee. Uh. Word. That is uh, the a good one. the a good the twelve issue. Maxi? Uh, what do you call those? Uh, it was a maxi series. series? Limited series. Limited, Limited series. Stop saying maxi series. Maxi series. From it was a uh, ninety-eight through ninety-nine, um, and it was amazing. It's one of my favorite, obviously, graphic novels of all time. <laughs> it's my favorite Inhumans uh, story of all time, and it's still it holds up. Uh, Ten years later, it's really good. 
Uh, have you all read this? I need to read I it. I read it. Oh. I need to read it. I know. Yeah, I love it. It's it's like a really like character based, um, like full of and emotion. I like inhumans, yeah. And it's and it's like a. It really parallels what's going what was going on politically at the time. Um, it's a very in depth book, which is that's sort of what I like. I I, I favor writing more than I favor art. Uh, generally, mm-hmm. so like as you'll see with some of these other picks, um, the only and let's see, they gave um, they updated Karnak's look in this, what because he kind of looked stupid <laughs> before, uh, but um, and the other thing is that um, they just really expanded the lore of Adelon, Attilan. I don't know how they say it. Attilan, you watch yeah. the show, is it Attilan? Attilan. And I thought it was Adelan. Oh, Okay. Oh, interesting. That's how I was saying it for a long time, but uh, then I heard somebody at HeroClix event call it Attilan. Yeah, I've been saying Attilan since... Okay. I mean, mean, how would you know? Who cares? Um, Anyway, so, but they make the Inhuman City kind of like a character uh, in its own. Uh, And I I love it. If you've never read it, it's not worth spoiling. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. I mean, there's some on this this that I I will spoil, but this one is definitely worth reading. Um, And And it it kicked off like a whole cosmic Marvel... Yeah. Like trend, for sure. I feel like that's what started it, for sure. But it's it's like a big social allegory. Uh, it's a really it's a really good book, but it's it's also kind of dated because Bill Maher's in it in the first issue. I don't know if you remember. There, somebody's watching an episode of Politically Incorrect. I'm like, oh, no, for funny. sure. He's still oh, around yeah. though. Well, I know, but I mean, it's just like it's, sometimes pop culture references just yeah. don't hit the mark ten years later. But uh, anyway, that was mine. So, oh, man. The the process of this list. Yes. I thought it was going to be really challenging. I thought I was going to have like 15 to 20 books on this list. You're going to have to be like ruthless and right. cut. That's what I did. The first, so when I started it, I was like, cool, I'm going off the top of my head. And I got to seven. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. That's impressive. I was like, huh, I know I read more books, so I had now, to go through it. In order? Or did you just come I just, up with seven I, that you knew were? Top, top of my head, seven books that I would put on my top ten. Hmm. And then uh, I went and just looked up some graphic novels and some comics I had. And I was Where like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I forgot. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. The night, was, uh, Sunday night, I had nine. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to put at my, so my last number night. 10. Yeah, last night. Well, what's today? <laughs> yeah, okay, my bad. Uh, no, it's two weeks later. What's wrong with you? Yeah, my bad. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and I was like, I was looking at my shelf again. And I was like, I have to put this on here because I have it. Twice, like I, right. I bought two versions of this book, so it's Sunstone. Sunstone. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. It's Stepin. Say it. Sedgic is what I say. Say it. Whatever. I know I pronounce it wrong. Someday <laughs> I'll meet him and he'll tell me how to pronounce it. Uh, I won't go too in depth with this book. Uh, if you want, if you want to know what it's about, please come see me in the store and I'll. We can give the talk premise. Yeah, get, I mean, yes, but um, two girls find each other through a BDSM. Uh, forum, forum, and they end up meeting and they start hanging out and all this stuff. And then you, <laughs> then you find out that uh, they they start falling in love with each other for specific reasons, and it's super character based and the art's really good. The so. art is really good. I mean, he's fantastic yeah. at what he does. So there you go. If he could just do like superhero covers, that'd be great. I mean, yeah. he he does superhero he does. side projects. Well, not side projects, but he does a uh, little art pieces every once in a while. So okay, he's working on a Justice League book. Really? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Ol- Olsayich. 
He's doing it. Oh, Cedric. Yeah. Cedric. So yeah, uh, I, that's that's my that's my ten. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, going back to what what uh, what Ron was saying, um, was uh, when I was making the list, I did I pulled five mm-hmm. out, nice. and then I had to go look at the shelf. For sure. I, I didn't do any. I tried to d- avoid googling. Okay. Uh, I was just like, I want to see what I own. What I have. Because if I don't own sure. it, there's only one on this that I actually don't own. Okay. And ironically, it's my number one. Hmm. Huh. Because it's out of print. Well, yeah. I've okay. only read it digitally. You own it. I do. I do yeah. own it. I do own it. Because <laughs> you were, were working at Wash and they had one. And or I something. saw it. Yeah. 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 That's a good so, book. I mean, I'll, I'll Left get it out. Somewhere. I don't know what your list is. Oh, I know. good. Um, I like the suspense. Well, right. I'll see. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I, yeah, I, I had to go to my shelf and make some cuts and. You know, same. same yeah. I got a few, and then I had to went to I myself, up. and because I buy every, I buy mostly graphic novels and right. not very many comics. So right. I, I was like, oh, I do love that. Like, oh, that is like that is awesome. I had like a list of twenty five or so. For sure. That's and how I cutting it was so hard. I don't know. Put them in order for me. Some of them were like apples and oranges. You know, like how do you compare I, this to this? For sure. Yeah. It's right. the one you talk about the most. Well, so like, I tried to make it I diverse. Kinda, I kind of did it to where, like, well, I didn't even try to do that. But, like, I was like, which ones do I try to sell the most at the store? And that's what I kind of, right. like, more or less base this list off of, like, the top But five. there's different. You sell different things to different people. Well, true. You know? But there's, like, go-to ones. I'll be like, when somebody's like, hey, yeah. I don't want any superhero. Well, if a little girl comes in, you're going to be like, hey, East of West well, Obviously. Is obviously. But, like, if some adult was like, hey, I don't want any superhero books, right. give me something cool. I'm like, all right, cool. East of West is, like, obviously top one that I normally okay. do. So, I don't know. Mine's, yeah. My method was similar to that. Every, everyone's got, like, some books that you always are going to recommend, right. no matter what. Like, your safety ones. Like, right. I, could, I know I can sell this right. book. No Lock problem. Lock and Key was yeah. a big one for me for a while. Which one? Lock, Lock and key. key. I know. Yeah, I was selling that one pretty hard. When um, I read it. But, yeah, so, anyway, not to step on Dylan's number 10. What's your number 10? Good boy. Well, I guess it kind of goes along with that. Like, speaking of selling to, like, a certain kind of person. Right. You guys have noticed the, like young adult trend that started a few years ago you know absolutely yeah, a lot sure. some people are mad at it but it's more aimed at at girls yeah for sure because there's a like a much higher readership of girls now in comics than there was before and that's good yeah and i feel like what maybe started it was batgirl volume one burnside that's a good book because well that's definitely the the mainstream book that yeah it. for sure i know there's tons like right. preceding it that were you know, but this small is press like, and not Marvel DC. It's know? like saying Nirvana created grunge. They didn't create grunge. They made, yeah, yeah, they yeah, made yeah. it popular. Yeah. yeah. This con- contributed to I, it. Oh, hugely so. Yeah. That's um, a really good book. I like it. It was right in the middle of New 52, and Batgirl wasn't very good. Right. And so they brought on, like, a completely new team who was really fresh to comics. Yeah. Like, Brendan Fletcher and Cameron Stewart, and then Bab Star, who, who had never drawn a comic before either. Yeah. So it was a big risk. And they made her kind of cooler and more relatable mm-hmm. and they put her in her own like they separated her from batman and the batman family and they put her in her own yeah, she little was in neighborhood gotham, right yeah yeah well she was in gotham she was in like her own neighborhood right of gotham. okay and i thought I it was outside like of gotham but okay it was yeah i mean i could be wrong it's been a while since it's based on williamsburg which is like the cool trendy neighborhood in new york city Got basically it. it's in cool, brooklyn cool. right i'm going i'm going there this week or next go to week. williamsburg go to burnside um, hey, go to Burns. Go to Burns. I will. Anyway, it's great. Like the char- it introduced actual like character development, which yeah. wasn't really. Well, it was just like bat villain, you know, fights and stuff like that right. before. But it was very. It has like a lot of heart. Yeah. It's about her. It's kind of like a fu a little bit to. I know this might be. Some people might not like this to Killing Joke, oh, because okay. it's like about her overcoming the trauma of right. of Killing Joke, for and sure. like some of the writers got in trouble for saying you know what they did with Batgirl and that story was kind of 
messed, messed up. up. Messed up. Yeah, for sure. And they wrote it like very like anti-killing joke, which was really good. I, mean, I thought Killing Joke is not on my list. I do like the book a lot. If you like Killing Joke, it's probably not Killing because joke of what happened at Batgirl. Uh, you right. know, so I'm right. not offending anyone. Yeah, Killing Joke is on Acer's list. Okay. So, but yeah, he has it as as his number one actually. So okay. Well, we can talk about that for a second, for sure. just real quick. Um, if there's overlap like that, you know, right? Um, I I love the Killing Joke. I think it's one it's of my book. it's my favorite Joker story. It's um, a really good Joker story. It, yeah. I mean. I, th- that's why. Well, that's why you read it, and, and it's it's one of the more believable and less ridiculous Joker stories. For <laughs> yeah, sure. um, gave him one of his many origins. That it's a uh, Alan Moore, and I, I don't I didn't look it up ahead of time, so I don't remember who did the art. Bolin. Bolin. Is it Brian Bolin? Bolin? Yeah. yeah, Bolin. Yeah, Brian Bolin. Okay, that's right. And then it has a really bad animated adaptation. Uh, there you go. I've never seen that in theaters. I, I felt so bummed after that. You anyway, what? I felt so Just bummed the after. First, uh, what twenty minutes? Twenty five? The whole movie. Skip the, the whole movie. Was, Wait, the, fir- the first bit, the first bit of the movie was just a straight up adaptation, mo- mostly, except for. No, the Wait, first bit. No, was the new first stuff. bit was the. New oh, stuff. the first bit was the. New was yeah. the Batgirl Batman stuff? Oh right, I got it, I got it flipped. Ugh. Anyway, we're not we're not, have, we're not here to talk about bad stuff. More no. or less, copied the book. Yeah, a little um, bit. Okay, little bit. so my number nine um, is Avengers versus X Men. Ooh, controversial. Really yeah. interesting. The uh, the Marvel event um, with superstar writers Jason Aaron, Brian Michael Bendis, <laughs> Ed Brubaker, and Jonathan Hickman and Matt Fraction. Yeah, it's a uh, good lineup of writers. Yeah, and, then, and we've talked so. about this book actually several times in the show because I remember uh, we had a disagreement. Oh, I had a disagreement with Hyde when I tried to tell him that they were not called issues; they were called rounds. Round one, two, three, oh, four, yeah, five. They were That's round, true. Yeah. It is, and he went to go. He got the back issues and was proven wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out Hyde um, and. With uh, art from uh, Cubert, Coypel, and uh, Ramita Jr. Um, this and more, and, and more. He, yeah, but those are yeah. like the, yeah. I forgot he did some JRJR. Yeah, this I really like this book. I think a lot of people have a problem with it because it you have to have you don't have to, but you have to have a lot of uh, foreknowledge about everything that's going on. It doesn't for sure. It doesn't hold your hand really. I don't. Yeah, think, I don't feel true. like. But with a little help from like looking up online, I feel like anyone could enjoy it. You know. Yeah, I I really dug this. And did you ever watch the Comic Book Girl nineteen epic review of this? It's like no, I it's didn't. like an hour long. No, I didn't actually did one. It's great. It it used to be one of those ones that you had to pay to get, and then released. Did she like it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. It's really cool. And the way cause she basically gives you an hour long recap of what happens in the story. It's really cool. Um, but if you haven't read AVX, uh, light spoilers. Um, the the premise is the Phoenix Force is coming back. Um, they learned about it in previous events to the book. Um, this is 13 issues, by the way. There's a zero and then a uh, yeah, round, 12, one, 12. round one through 12. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. and um, anyway, the, the plot is that the Avengers want to stop it. The X-Men want to harness it and use it for good, mm-hmm. is what they say. And... Uh, Cap is like no, and that's what they do for a little bit until the Avengers ruin it. Yeah, yeah. And, and Cap is like, hey, you, you can't do that. Remember what happened last time? Uh, and they're like, no, it's different now. Hashtag Team X Men. Um, and then right. so what happens is they have a disagreement and they go to the moon uh, to talk to Black Bolt uh, or something. Um, and stuff happens. Stuff happens. And my favorite part of of it, uh, one of my favorite parts of the book, is when they call Stark back on Earth. When the Phoenix Force is coming, and they're like, "Hey, is the suit ready?" He goes, "Well, not really. I mean, I guess I haven't tested it, but it might be." 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, and, and it's the debut of the Phoenix Buster armor. Yeah. And and he flies it out into space to go blow up the Phoenix Buster. It blow. He blows up the suit mm-hmm. and the Phoenix Force, and then it possesses. It's uh, it, it goes into right? five shards of yeah. uh, Colossus, uh, Emma Frost, Cyclops. Uh, magic. Na- magic and Namor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was my that was my favorite part. Oh, of it was so cool because at the end Just you see all five them. of them with yeah, their yeah. new Phoenix costumes. They look super cool. Yeah. Um, and then you know the rest of it is dealing with the fallout from that. And every time that the Avengers and the X Men fight, and one of the Phoenix Five goes down, the other remaining ones get stronger right. because right. The, the shard gets spread between the others. Mm-hmm. Um, that was and, yeah, that was interesting. That Spider Man issue was so cool. Where Spider Man is just like hanging on to his life. Oh by yeah, a for sure. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been a while since I read this. A lot of good tie-ins for that one too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like I yeah, feel yeah. like tie-ins are often like the A plus X. Yeah. They had so the a many versus times. X. A plus yeah. X was awesome because it had a Captain America versus Jubilee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it had like it just pitted like two. Yeah, just like two. Well, A plus X was t- two people teaming up and then doing something. But the, a- the versus the versus Captain America versus Jubilee. A V S A V X. Wait, wait. What was it called? America. It was called versus, A versus like, X. A yeah. versus mm-hmm. yeah. A versus X. Uh, yeah, those, and that was they were solid. And that yeah. was uh, I think the, uh, the tagline was the fights that are too big to be contained right. in the pages <laughs> for or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They were and so it, fun. And it was just fights. And yeah. And the hardcover for this is really nice because it has um, it all thirteen it. issues. It doesn't have the, well. You can get like a big huge one that has all the. Oh eight. no! They did a companion. Yeah. The, yeah. They did a uh, AVX companion. And I also really like the what if the what if to this oh, is yeah, really the, good. The, yeah. See, I don't. I don't think I read the what if one. I really liked it. Uh, I thought this book was fantastic. They do more what ifs. They had some good stuff with with Hope Summers. Yeah. I love the the versus one with Hope. No, I think it was maybe a number zero with Hope versus Scarlet Witch. And yes. it's very like Indiana Jones, where Scarlet Witch is like starting this like intense magic spell, and then Hope just like sucker punches her in the <laughs> yeah, face. Like, so, do you like ABX? I love it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I it did like kind of. It has betray the X Men in a oh like they're sure. kind of the Iron Man like for Civil War the right. Iron Man of this one, except that but Team Iron Man though like because I mean in comics if you're reading it you want yeah. your Team Cap but like in in real life Team Iron Man they did a oh, good job yeah. of making a gray area again I I think I think the X Men aren't they are the default bad guys in this but yeah they definitely are alt- altruistic in nature and they have they. They're 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 not just two dimensional villains in this, and they're, oh, they're very sure. interesting. No. And yeah. they have real. I mean, their reason I, was solid. Yeah, I I love it. So. I think it's great. Um, and it. I should go back and read that. As the, ramifications that are still relevant. Still, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. is still pretty much dead. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty much dead. Sorry. I mean, yeah, he's whatever. Back. Whatever. Um, I don't get he's that. in a new body. This matter. <laughs> but anyway, that's my number nine. So, uh, what do you have, Dylan? Why don't you go first, Ron? Okay. <laughs> uh, so my number nine is by uh, one of my favorite boys that I talk about all the time. Who's that? Boys. Uh, Sean. Garth Ennis? Gordon Murphy. Oh, whole, the oh, whole name. SGM. Yes. Uh, Punk Rock Jesus. It's one of his <laughs> first books that he uh, wrote and drew. Um, it is about the, uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ okay. himself. Uh, so they found this like artifact that had some... DNA strand of it. And it was like, cool, we'll get this woman and impregnate her and do all this nonsense. And then it's it's set into like an era where like he's he's like a celebrity. So like as he's growing up, he's stuck in his house and they're like people like surrounded with cameras and doing all this stuff and want mm-hmm. to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And they're teaching him about 
the Bible and all that stuff. And he's just like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want this responsibility, blah, blah, blah. So he rebels and becomes a the punk, punk rock writer. Jesus. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> fantastic, man. Some of the layouts are cool. Shout out man. Nick, right? This was on Yeah, Nick's, Nick's this so this is Nick's number, number one. one. Yeah, wow. Uh, so shout out Nick. So shout out Nick. And uh, this is on my list. I need to read it. It's good, dude. That's really it, solid. Yeah. It's black and white. Right. For people that don't like uh black and white books. Dylan. Uh <laughs> prefer color books. But, but uh yeah, man, it's super solid. It's uh six issues. Uh I have this book. <laughs> it's funny. So I have a CGC 9-8. Ooh, of number one. Of number one. I have the graphic novel, and I have all six issues. Nice. That's how you know it's your I like this book a lot. Yeah. Uh, That's how you know it's your it's, number nine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's there's better books. Right. But, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a good read. Y'all should read it for sure. What about you, Dylan? My number nine, which I think I've talked about on this show before. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, we can, sure. So I can, like, go through it quickly, but it's Wonder yeah. Woman. There, there's a couple of these that we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, it's Who is Wonder Woman? It's the name I, of the graphic novel. Who wrote that? Uh, Alan Heinberg. Okay, so that's the one that I read for the one woman. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. He's the one. Is that yeah. got the big red stripe across the front of the trade? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Okay. Yeah. And he wrote the movie, for those who don't know. Right. Um, Co-wrote the movie. He wrote the first draft. <laughs> I credit him for writing the movie. Okay. But, yeah. Um, Speaking of, did you see that Wonder Woman 2 is going to have uh, IMAX cameras? All movies do that now. Uh, I thought I saw that big press release. I, I saw like, it. I okay. was like, I was like, is that Avengers is literally entirely in IMAX? It's the first movie to be entirely in IMAX, so it's right. like, who cares? I was like, I, I, and they didn't invite. Also, side note, they didn't invite Alan Heinberg back. Really? Write it. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Patty Jenkins is going to write it this time. We'll oh, it should be. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Anyway, tell anyway, me about who is Wonder Woman. We'll see what happens. <laughs> who is Wonder Woman? Uh, in a previous story, she murdered Maxwell Lord basically because she had to. You know, kind of like a Man of Steel. When he has to kill Zod, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. very specific circumstances made her murder someone. Right. So she stopped being Wonder Woman. She uh, now Donna Troy, who is Wonder Girl, has taken over, and um, it's really about Wonder Woman's legacy, right? Yeah, and like what it means to be Wonder Woman. Okay, I really I, I did enjoy this. Yeah, we we talked about we, it. We talked about this on the, on the preview show or the feature for Wonder focus, Woman, yeah, whatever it was. It's a little uh, unconventional because she's not Wonder Woman until the final issue. Right, yeah, she becomes Agent Diana Prince right. in the Throughout first the, issue. I was reading it and I'm like, when does Wonder Woman show up? They keep teasing it. They're like, is she going to turn to Wonder Woman now? Is she going to turn to Wonder Woman? And she right. doesn't. She wants to you know, basically turn her back on that. Right. But she like, it's a really big... I feel like they she, earned the moment oh, you know, sure. at the, yeah. in the final issue where she becomes Wonder Woman again. It was a good book. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And really, Terry Dodson did the art, which was mm-hmm. really good. Oh, yeah. that's right. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember really liking it. And I was being surprised because I haven't read hardly any Wonder Woman. Uh, but I really liked it. And Cersei's the villain, so it might be a good read for. Cersei's rumored to be the villain for Wonder Woman too, so it might right. be a good read for to prepare for, for, for sure. the movie. Absolutely. Um, so we're gonna move on to my number eight, which um, we've already covered significantly. So uh, we're have gonna, we now? Yes. Oh, well, he, we did a whole episode on Brian Lee O'Malley, and he's only done three <laughs> books. <laughs> what is it? Scott Pilgrim. Uh, so say Snot Girl. I love Snot Girl. I almost put that on my list. I, so. I did too, but I figured yeah, it's, it's too new. I don't. Yeah, want to put it on I don't list. know how. Does that matter? Uh, yeah, because it could end, and I would hate the whole thing. Right. I, okay, we were talking yeah. about that. Although, I mean, although I haven't read any of Volume Two or of yeah, Volume oh, okay. Two. Yeah. Volume two. I'm, I'm, I'm behind for, a little bit. For the trade. I'm, I'm behind a little bit. Uh, trade but anyway, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, wow. <laughs> Taryn has it on her list as well. It's awesome. Her fourth. Awesome. Um, hmm. Scott Pilgrim is uh, really good manga style American art, um, American comic. Um, we've talked about it extensively, and you've probably heard of it. There's a movie. Uh, I love it. It's it's pretty much beat for beat with the movie though, except oh, yeah, for, for sure. vol- except for the last volume, 
because that came out after the movie, and Brian Lee O'Malley was like, "We're gonna make it completely different. It's gonna be nuts and crazy." Was it good? Yes, I I really like it. Um, Scott is even more of a jerk in the book. Like, (laughs) oh man, like Scott sucks kind of in the movie, but he really sucks in the book. He's not he's not a good character. Um, (laughs) But that's not why you read it. You don't read it to empathize with Scott. Right. Um, But anyway, uh, that that's mine. Uh, and and I know we're gonna do Ron's next, which is we've also we're actually gonna cover soon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll bring it up for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, this is my only Marvel book on my list. What? Yeah, I know. It, and and you and you're gonna be like that one really for real? And I agree with you because like, I love this book. I could have put Uncanny X Force on here. Then Deadpool Cable. Ron has yeah. no DC and one Marvel book. It's we. It's I. That and, was a tough choice, and, but and, I go back and read this. But I wanted to—I wanted, to, wanted to make sure we say we're gonna only talk lightly about this because we're gonna go—we're gonna do a, For sure. a creator spotlight on this guy. I think in a month or two, two months—I forget. Remember, we sure we've got to schedule <laughs> out. Um, so it's just a little bit on. Wait, we, what? <laughs> we're, we're talking about. Okay, so what's the book? book? Is uh, New Avengers Illuminati? Oh, the graphic okay. novel uh, by Bendis. Oh. I was thinking of the Hickman run. My okay, bad. that's what I thought. Okay, okay cool. we already did this episode. Go, uh, <laughs> and we talked about this, but yes. Uh, yeah, so, so by, by Bendis right. and uh, Brian Reed. Brian Reed. Uh, and uh, art by Jim Chung, your boy. I love Jim Chung. Uh, yeah, so this um, book covered all the stuff that the Illuminati did, which was a group of the seven smartest people on the universe I would mm-hmm. assume yeah basically. Uh, so Iron Man uh, Black Bolt Black Bolt uh, Professor X Namor Namor Beast be- no, no, no no Beast Damn. takes no, over no because it was Professor X that had it right. uh, Black Panther was not in it because he joins later Doom was in it right Doom was later? not in it never you said Reed oh. Reed uh, Mr. Reed Fantastic Richards, yeah uh, I, it doesn't matter it's, it's them yeah. it's all those people all the smart ones. Uh, Hank Pym, And probably, it's basically, or? it goes through the book, and it, it shows that they knew about certain events before they happened. Well, before the book happened, basically. Right. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a really good read. I like it a lot, because I, I like that organization-type stuff and right. the Illuminati, you know. Well, I, I, like the, I honestly like the Hickman one a little better. The the Hickman New Avengers, the New Avengers Illuminati for sure, yeah, because that, yeah, yeah. that, that's like that's the post, one with Black Panther, the right? post AVX. Black Panther, yeah, yeah, has joined that team, and that's yeah. how that's sort of how uh, the all new X Men came into being was because Beast was on the Illuminati and he brings right. back, but yeah, for sure, this one is really good too. Yeah, this one's solid, man. So if you like before this is Secret Invasion, like during Secret Invasion, before uh, Civil War, before AVX, before. Uh, no, nah, I didn't even touch on AVX. I don't well, think. this is before AVX. Well, it's before it, but like there was another event that was um, really House big. of M. House of M. Yeah, it's all that stuff. They it, like they knew about it all, but they tried to stop it before it happened and all that stuff. It's really good. I think it'd be cool if they did something like that in the movies. Now That'd that they now that they have or are will probably well, soon have the Fox pro- people. Yeah. They could finally do it. I just want I want a Illuminati team so. now. That would be like if it's like four or five people. That'd be cool. Like if it was Black Panther, Iron Man. Me. Tony. Oh, Set wait, you already said Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> Hank Pym? Uh, yeah, oh, Hank Pym. Maybe yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange, yeah. Doctor Strange is also on the team. That's I, right. Yeah, there you go. But no, that, this book is really good. It's, yeah. it's solid, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a perpetual favorite. Now, um, Dylan's number eight, however, we could do, like, multiple shows on because of the amount of content. 
Yeah, I don't even know where to start with this. Yeah, I think just a brief overview because like, it's kind of a bad recommendation because it's right. the finale to a bunch years of, of buildup. Yeah. You can't just start reading this, can you? Yes, you can. You could. I mean, you but, could if you want to, but then you're gonna be like, "What's what's this? What's this?" And I'm yeah, gonna go back and read some it's stuff. That's why I haven't read any of it. I. I'm dreading the day when we have to do it because yeah, for it's sure. going to be a big It's so thing. good. I know. You'll love it. I know it is. We even, and it sounds so lame. Much. The premise sounds kind of what, like what's Power Rangers. What's the book? Okay, it's Blackest Night. There's so much Green Lantern stuff. By Jeff Johns. It's way too many. Right. It's basically the... Well, it's what he was building for years. Yeah. yeah for sure. they, he kept writing after that, but that right. it was a thread that was in Green Lantern for years. Yeah. Starting in like Sinestro Core War. Yeah. Um... It's 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 a Acer it's has a classic. That on this list, Sinestro oh, Core. No, okay, yeah. yeah. See, that's a really it, good one too. I started. I mean, with that. It, any of the John's Lantern stuff could be on anybody's top ten list oh, and not sure. and not be out of place. Like, yeah, it's, it's one of the the most famous runs in modern comics. Right. You know, it's but Blackest Night is basically there's a prophecy that um, at, at the time there's only Green Lanterns and and the Yellow Lanterns, the Sinestro Core, and there's a prophecy that like these evil Black Lanterns who basically wield death are going to mm-hmm. rise and it it and that several other spectrums will come before it wielding different emotions so like throughout the years these other colors which are all around now you know right like yeah, you see star sapphire like all, all of them it. yeah uh like basically rise up and that has like the big payoff because they all te- they all have to team up against the black lanterns and that's like the big payoff in blackest night and it brings back Spoilers. a bunch of dead <laughs> brings back a bunch of dead DC heroes, heroes as yeah. kind of zombies, mm-hmm. which is fun, and then it. Well, I'm not. I won't spoil the end, For sure. but yeah, read it. But yeah. if you have the patience, go back and read start all with Jeff Johns. Stuff. Yeah, the yeah. rebirth, not current rebirth, <sighs> right? But Jeff Johns Green Lantern, Green Lantern rebirth, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is really confusing when someone wants that. I know. Yeah, same um, with the Flash one. Yeah, yeah, the Flash one too. Um, yeah. so my number seven we've also talked about before there's, a, there's several on my list that we've already talked about uh, my number seven <laughs> we've already word. talked about before and I think it was we did a we did a special show on this and we ended up talking about the get down and hip hop evolution yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of I'm other... tripping I look I look past that oh yeah. okay um, so my pick for number seven is by Ed Piscor is hip hop family tree yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, the cartoonist the cartoonist the cartoonist Ed Piscor um, Hip Hop Family Tree uh, is a four-volume uh, treasury edition um, encyclopedia of the history of hip hop from the late seventies to the late eighties. Yeah, late eighties. Um, I, I hope I would love it if he did more. If oh, he if went he to nineties, that'd be fantastic. Dude, that'd be Bro, so that's cool. my. Does he Bro, have plans to? He, he hasn't said. Okay. He, he he works very slowly. Yeah. Well, now he's working on the X Men stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's deep working. into grand yeah. design right yeah. now. Because it's a which, trilogy for that. Yeah. yeah. But it's only two issues a year, so. Cool, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> if you haven't read Grand Design, go get Grand Design Trade. Because it's in treasury format. That it's treasury awesome. looks so nice, dude. That cover is so cool. Did you smell it? Yes. It smells old. Yeah. I think well, so does, he does, yeah, he does well, that. So does, yeah. so does yeah. Hip Hop Family Tree, though. Okay. Um, the only book, he, he has another book called WYSIWYG, which is about um, 80s computer hacking. Hmm. Uh, that one is not in treasury format. Okay. But that's that book is also really good. But anyway, Hip Hop Family Tree um, is interesting. Only kind of interesting if you don't like hip hop. If you're not a rap fan at all, yeah. If you don't like hip hop, you don't care. Yeah. Because it is it is very encyclopedic. It's right. all like you know dramatizations of how this guy know, met how, this guy right, and how it, Spoonie yeah. G met Curtis Blow right. or yeah. whatever things like that. Or but how if they, you like the history of hip hop, yeah. It's, or how it's Grandmaster Flash discovered scratching and right. things like that. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, that's my number uh, 
That's it's a good pick, dude. That, yeah, 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 that's my number seven. I love that book. Uh, my number seven, talked about her last week, uh, Joelle Jones. Did. Uh, last week. Lady Killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 40 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, Lady Killer, volume one. Yes. And volume two, whatever. They're so, both good. Soon to uh, be uh, on Catwoman. Soon to be on Catwoman, uh, writing and drawing. When does that start? Uh, May? Okay. What? Catwoman? Catwoman? Fourth of July. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so, Lady Killer is about a... It's set in the 40s. Uh, it is about a housewife that is also a... Uh, I wouldn't say spy, but a, a contract killer. <laughs> so, she lives uh, day in, day. Uh, she'll cook and clean for the kids, and then she'll have to bounce out. Like during the middle of the day, <laughs> to go. Make a good TV show or something. It probably would. Right. She'll go sit door to door sell product. Yeah. Back in the day, they did hair and makeup yeah, yeah. products, and then she'll just kill a kill a wife and do all this other That's stuff. Cool. It's good. It's interesting. Is I, it a contained it, story or? Is it, it is a contained yes. story. It's, it's, worth, it's worth reading. You it's can really read good. the first one by itself, and then the second one. Uh, yes. So okay. There you go. I always thought that it would have been a really good video game or TV series or... It'd be a good TV series. I don't Sounds know like about, a great I don't concept, know about like video game. But, well, there's, a, there's another video game that was that was that took a concept from this and made okay. concept art, and it looked really oh, cool. Oh, really? It Interesting. Never came out. Okay. Hmm. Um, I'm to look at that. What about you, Dylan? What's your number seven? My number seven is New X-Men by Grant Morrison. Oh, another big yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Um... But this one you can jump right into like right, really easily because sure. they have these complete collections of it. So I chose complete collection volume one or whatever. They have 12 issues or so in it. And basically right when the X-Men movies were coming out, they decided in like 2000 or so, they decided to revamp the X-Men comics. Mm-hmm. So it's really, like, it's really easy to jump into. And um, it's like a very dark form of storytelling that wasn't in Marvel. It's Grant Morrison. Yeah, at the time. So it's pretty groundbreaking in that sense. He did, like, it's basically eight story arcs, and he planned them from the beginning, and it's it's very finite also. And then he left, and it got bad. But um, the collections are just his, his run, and it's a lot of the themes that are in it basically create what we now know as X-Men, you know? Okay. Like with Cerebro and, and mutants and, and stuff like that. And it was adapted for X-Men 2, the movie. Yeah. Um, so if you like that movie or the themes in that. X-Men 2 is pretty No, no, not, good, sorry, right? not X-Men 2, but uh, the first one, yeah. Okay, yeah. X-Men 2 one. is a different graphic novel. This um, is one of the few Grant Morrison things that I haven't, well, not one of the few. This it's is so one, good. The, one of the popular Grant Morrison things that I haven't read, because I'm a big Morrison fan. Yeah, I haven't read it either. It, it's to. different in the sense that at the time, all superheroes were very, like, sunshiny and perfect, and, you know, right. and he made them all very flawed and kind of, jer- some of them jerks, you know? Like, that's the, that's where you find out that Cyclops is having an affair on Jean Grey and yeah. Emma's like a villain, kind of kind of terrible still, but she's in the X Men. Professor X has like no. makes a lot of mistakes. He's not like the perfect, you know, right the, dad type. Now he's like this kind of twisted. Yeah, Grant Morrison weirdo. definitely yeah. studied at the Ellen Moore School, right? Yeah, oh, for I sure. Mean, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Um, but if you like dark, none twisted, of the, none of the Cthulhu way. <laughs> no. But yeah, no. This is on my list. Uh, I. It's just. And it's kind of the same as Green Lantern in the sense that, um, like, the threads that start in the beginning of it have a big payoff at the end of it. At the end of his, not, it continued after him, but sure. at the end of his run, I think 150 is, like, the big payoff. Okay. Word. Yeah, I need to right. check that out at some point. <laughs> um, my number six, we've also talked about a long time Indeed. ago. That's the one I thought you were talking about. On the, on the yeah. image, uh, whatever it was, spotlight. Dude, that was early. That was, that was, first, that was, that was first 15. Yeah, for sure. 
yeah, that was yeah. an old one. That was wow. One of, that was one of my favorite episodes. <clears throat> that was before we had real mics, I think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so good luck finding that one. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm, I'm again, I'm just going to kind of gloss over this one. Um, this is uh, Glory, um, but the relaunch of Glory, not the original Glory. Right. Because the original Glory is trash. And the original, <laughs> original Glory, issues 1 through 22, are Rob Liefeld, hmm. and they're really bad. It's a typical Rob Liefeld character. Um, you know, big big hair, big boobs, big guns, big swords. Look, uh, big here. pouches. This is this is what she used to look like, Dylan. That's oh. it. Okay, just a completely forgettable '90s character. Kind of looks like Storm. A well, bit. she's a, she was a Wonder Woman clone. Oh, okay. she was half half. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Half demon, yeah, half yeah. Amazonian, and <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but anyway, um, completely forgettable character. But so. Um, Joe Keating and Sophie Campbell um, got the blessing to reboot it and completely change the character. Um, ma- ma- they made the demons in the Amazons like uh, extraterrestrial races, hmm. and they changed her look. Um, yeah, she looks completely way different. Yeah, different. Way better. Yeah. Oh, you know what she looks like. Yeah. Um, battle scarred, huge, ripped, and scary, yeah. and not not a hero. Um, but it's about. We've talked about it before, but it's yeah. a, it's one of my favorite um, off the beaten path um, image books. Yeah, um, it was your pick of the week on like the some like end caps we had. I feel mm-hmm. like I remember. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, sure. it's an empl- I put it on employee picks. Employee picks, yeah. Um, it's I like it a lot, um, and there's a really nice hardcover that you can get that has all of their um, <clears throat> quotes. Uh, it has has all their stuff in it. But I can tell you how I how I read about it was on uh, the Comic Book Girl nineteen YouTube show. Oh, okay. Because she was all about it, and there's a quote from her on the back of the first trade. Oh, cool, man. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, quoting the show. Oh, talking about how good it was. Right. And, like, she started the campaign to not get it canceled. Oh, wow. And it got the second volume and then finished. Yeah. Okay, okay cool. So, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I love it. But uh, what, what do you what do you have, Dylan? Um, <laughs> uh, for my number... I can tell you. It's six. Okay. Oh, and my list was out of order. <laughs> All right, right here. Oh, it's Annihilation. Okay, Marvel's right. Annihilation. There you go. <laughs> I'm Good sorry. Job. I was I was like invested in what Michael was saying. Um, yeah. So it's a Marvel event, which I feel like is kind of been forgotten a little bit. It's I mean, been it's out of been, print it's for been years. Print forever. Right. And it just came back in print like a couple weeks ago. I'm so excited about it. So Hyde always brings it up. Does he? Yeah, Hyde. Yeah, always, he brings yeah. up. He has an omnibus, which is yeah. really cool too. But um. It's like also the finale of a bunch of cosmic Marvel. Cosmic Marvel was basically its own sector of right. of, of books with Nova and Inhumans and Guardians Adam of the Warlock Galaxy. Stuff. Yeah, and they they had their own storyline going on that wasn't really tying in with the rest of Marvel. So it was a lot more contained. Yeah, it was it was more contained, yeah. but they all tied in really well. Um, but it's it's one of those. It was right around the same time as Civil War, so it got eclipsed. Yeah, right. Because Civil War was it, they were both happening. Way yeah, bigger ramifications for the heroes that everybody knows about. Right. But, but Annihilation, Annihilation is like really highly. Oh no, it's really like good. Regarded as one of Marvel's best. Oh, for events. sure, absolutely. Um, I I'm a big fan of it. It's like Annihilus, the villain. He's like a fantastic. He's kind of like a lame Fantastic Four villain, but they made him cool. Um, oh. is leading a war on basically the whole galaxy yeah and then all these cosmic characters like silver surfer nova gardens of the galaxy super scroll thanos galactus they all have to team up to stop the nihilus yeah nihilus wave yeah 
Yeah. And no, it's, it's really great. But it's it's back in print, so you can actually come get it now. Yeah, there's two. There's going to be, I think there's another, another there's a two complete collections. Right. The first one has all the miniseries. They did four issue minis for Drax and oh. Super Scroll and Silver Surfer and a lot of them, which you do have to read before it. And then the second volume has contains the main, the main six issue. Well, it's good that they series. put that out first. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's and they cool. put them together because they they know that it has, they have to be read like that. Right. But they're really good. Okay. Because I, I, I yeah I mean I, I haven't read it uh, I've I've read I've read at it I haven't read the whole thing yeah, yeah I haven't read it and you don't need it. to read anything before it if like you just the, read those two yeah those two graphic novels yeah you'd be good okay what what about you Ron what's your number uh, six so my number six I've, I've talked about a lot in the store right and I think I talked about it a few I'm times sure, on this yeah. podcast yeah uh, on the on the Stephen King episode because well, we talked sure, about Joe Hill. Hill yeah uh, so it is uh, Lock and Key. I don't know you like Lock and Key. Uh, yeah, I really, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, by Joe Hill and uh, art by Gabriel Rodriguez. Uh, I mean, I talked about this right. book a lot, man. It's it, This house has some weird stuff going on. Did you listen to the <laughs> Audible adaptation? No, and I, I have it. I just it's I so haven't good. had a chance to do it. I didn't know there was one. It. Yeah, it was free for Yeah, it was free for a while. For a couple I don't know months. why. But yeah. it, was, oh. it, was free, it, it released free, and hmm. then it became paid. Right. So, yeah, I have it. It's uh, going to be adapted in a movie or show or something, right? TV something. It got optioned. From, yeah. I don't know if... Okay. You see yeah. they optioned uh, The Fireman, too? Uh, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love The Fireman. I need to read that. Yeah, but... What's oh, yeah, it about, uh, Lock and Key is another... Lock and Key? Yeah. Uh, So, it kind of starts off, and I'll kind of... I'll try to be quick about it, but it starts off in... Uh, the The father who had the house died. So they all move into the house and try Lovecraft, to like... Lovecraft, right? Yeah, lo- yeah, yeah. Love, yeah, Lovecraft. Uh, and when they get there, they find out that a bunch of these doors and keys, if combined together, do weird things. You can be a ghost and be out of your... And you can look into people's minds if you wanted to. Uh, but there's this old entity that's in this house that's trying to get out. Uh, the entity manages to get out and they're trying to put it back in. So that's about it. Hmm. It's six, six, uh, six volumes. Trades. And then there's a couple of like side stories, right? They did some stuff past it Are those worth checking in out? the house. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't contain to the main story. It's just like sure. earlier in the uh, in the past and like some stuff far in the future. So Okay. Um, yeah, that's another one of Ron's most recommended. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was selling a book Every time hard. one sells here, we're like, oh, Ron sold another <laughs> lock and key to someone. Sorry, I just looked over and I saw Dylan's chair got shorter. You're yeah, it's sinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but um, going on to number five, um, at the halfway Top point five. here. Yep. Um, again, um, this one is one we're going to be talking about in a couple of months, um, and we've probably also already talked about it a little bit. So I don't want to go. Ooh, wee, that's the go, one. Go too into it. My absolute favorite Thor story yeah, of all one. time, the comic that made me like Thor, Jason Aaron's God Butcher and God Bombs is God Bomb. It's a cheat volume one and two. They go hand in hand. Jason Aaron and Asad Ribic, mind-blowingly good Thor. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's young Thor, Avengers Thor, and old King Thor. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's fantastic. It's so good. He can write such a good story. He really can. And I'm just going to leave it there. He's still working on Thor. He is. Oh, kill it. And, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I'm... I really like that it's part of like a long, also like a long form. For long, yeah. Because he ha- he's still writing Thor today. Right. You know? And, and all, they all tie into each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Jane it. Foster stuff, like... Is a lot better oh, if so you read good. that one. Oh, you it's know? so good. Right. It's great. But um, what, what do you have, uh, Ron? I'm going to go? Cool. Yeah. Uh, Rick Remender, one of my other boys that I, I really right. love. 
and Wes Craig. Uh, they do Deadly Class. Deadly Class. I've never read it. It's, it's image, right? So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, most nine of these, eight of these are image. Uh, <laughs> no, seven. Eight. Seven. Uh, okay. It is a underground assassin school. Okay. So basically, it's uh, like gangsters go there, hitman, uh, mob children, all this stuff. They sure. all go to the school and train to take over the world and do all this stuff. Uh, the main character is a kid that was homeless that the principal of the school found. He's like, I you, I can train you to be under my wing and do all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's, so the first... Four volumes is year one, and it goes to, like, freshman year, and they're training and doing all this stuff. It's really cool. Uh, it's going to be a TV show. Oh, that's right. Uh, Everything Ron likes becomes year, a TV show. That's you know right. Uh, Ron's got that TV taste. Uh, so, yeah, it should be a TV show sometime okay. next year. Uh, Rick Remender has been working closely with the script and the shooting of the show. So, I'm, awesome. I'm super excited to... I want to read that. I own that big hardcover because really, we had a damaged one here for a long time. Oh, I was like, I'm going to buy this. Really I have it digitally because I got it on sale for like a dollar sure, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that D- hardcover is fantastic. Dylan's number five, I like a lot too. Oh, you read it? I yes. didn't know that. I have, I have the big hardcover. What's my number? No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Young Avengers by Alan Heinberg. Yes. Also, again, Alan Heinberg. Right. I don't know why he has There's a lot of double name. dipping on your list with either characters or creators. Yeah. I, I have the same thing same, too. I have the same for me. I'm biased, whatever. Yeah, I have I have a couple for couple me, dips they as well. Write good stuff, they write good stuff. It's true. So anyway. I feel like the more popular Young Avengers is the the more recent one, but this yeah, is kind of with what, the, what with Karen Gillan Karen Gillen and uh, McKelvey. But anyway, this one um, after the Avengers have kind of disbanded, um, these new kids who all have powers form a team. And they're like super Avengers fans, so they all kind of pretend like they're one of the Avengers. Like one of them pretends like he's like Thor, he's like derivative of Thor. One of them pretends like she's Hawkeye. Basically, I f- they feel like I w- what would happen in real life if it, kids yeah, had superpowers. Sure. Yeah. Be like, I'm gonna be I'm Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it starts off that way, and it kind of evolves into all of them finding their own identities. Mm-hmm. And. There's a lot. It, I, I mean, remember. it's really good. Kang I feel like is I the villain, it, kind of. I need to read it again. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Are, yeah. How many issues of this are there? Do you remember? I think it's just twelve. 12? Okay, just 12. But then there's a little uh, event that came after it called Avengers Children. um, Children's Crusade. Crusade right, yeah. yeah, and that's kind of the finale to it. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. So check that one out for sure. Um, moving on to my number four yet again. Something I, I guess I'm picking only things we've talked about. Um, <laughs> Can you tell I dictate what the episodes are going to be? Um, so, <laughs> um, so uh, my number four uh, is V for Vendetta. We did a whole show on it. So um, go back, God, a long time ago. That was an old one. Was, uh, yes, that was back when we did uh, one Alan Moore thing a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then we ran out of the, the big ones. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, well, I don't really want to do Tom Strong or Promethea. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so V for Vendetta classic i mean classic of classics i mean like I don't, what like, needs to be said it's alan moore and david lloyd it's the you, whatever you everyone knows Viva Vendetta. it's yeah. great it's um if you haven't read it sounds good as a movie. i haven't <sighs> i'm kidding it's it's actually very different from the movie yeah it's i like, like the movie but i like the movie as well but except um, natalie Partman's accent but yeah um and i don't know and there, there's 
my favorite moment from the from the book is uh, when you know V secretly passes her the note in the in the prison cell, and that's I I, I always like that quote. It's too long. I, I had it typed out, but I was gonna read it, but it's like way too long. Um, but I love this book. If you've never read V, there's I'm very surprised. It's like whenever DC puts out their top ten graphic novels, oh yeah, Ron's never read V. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I read, he's a, I didn't read in, for the podcast. He's probably going to show up in like the main DC universe at some point. You know, yes, he will. And people will probably will probably see a resurgence in V popularity, but, and he'll and he'll do the V speak like he does in the movie. That's not in the book where he does the very you know. Um, but anyway, uh, it's a great book, and it's always whenever DC puts out their you know essential graphic novels list, uh, it and my number two are always uh, up there. Um, I feel like it's always up there on like top. Well, yeah, oh, that's yeah. not it all always, the time, right? Yeah. I mean. It's Alan Moore. It's some of the best stuff. It's. I mean, that's that's what I like about this and some of his other work is like the introspection and the philosophy that you get, and that sort of goes to what I was talking about earlier when we were talking about Inhumans. Is that I really just I value uh, character based storytelling or um, you know not just superhero fighting and punching for sure. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so that's V. I love it. What's what's your number four, uh, Ron? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Let's shake it up. Rick Remender, again. Uh, and also, Sean Murphy, again. Uh, Tokyo Ghost. So, think think about Ready Player One, since it just came uh-huh. out. Right. And then, uh, make it super adult. Like adult, like pornography? Or? No. Just oh. just like real world. <laughs> grown up. Real oh, world, up. like, I understand. oasis I'm not, stuff. I, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So, uh, never it's really in the world, ghost. far in the future, where... Uh, AR is a big thing. You get stuff implanted in your brain, and you can you can make Amazon purchases and right. Google to search the web. All that nonsense. Uh, this one guy. You can Google search the web. What <laughs> Sorry, did I say? What? <laughs> you heard what I said. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? What did I say? I hate y'all so much. <laughs> uh, this main guy, and I forgot his name, but he's trying to take over all of that. Sorrento? Space. No, it's, well, sure, yeah, Sorrento. Yeah. Uh, but he's he has a power where he's also hacked into that interface. Sure. So he's he's controlling everybody at a certain point. Uh, so is this, may, is this still running? This no, it was right? just twelve, just 12 issues. Okay. They did end it to where it could have been continued. Okay. But Sean Murphy was like, "I'm not working with any other writer ever again." So okay. there you go. Uh, Someone's on a high horse. Yeah, no. Right. Tell me about it. Uh, so the two main characters is a cop that is jacked into that world, and his girlfriend. Sure. Uh, that's very like trying not to be in that world. She's very. She doesn't use it. She's very like she gardens and all this right. stuff. And they end up finding this oasis. This place that's <laughs> always uh, I know uh, Spielberg's like God. Uh, there's this part of Tokyo that's disconnected from that world. Okay, and she goes and takes him there and tries to uh, unjack him from that world. It's really good. Okay, it's solid. Yeah, I mean, again, this is all this stuff that I haven't read has been on my list. You know, it, for sure. You know how it is with comics. It's like there's just so yeah, much. so much. Yeah, it's like TV. I, mean, I I read so much stuff now. It's all right, Dylan. What you got? Number no, four. number four. Another Wonder Woman. Book. Another one. I'm sorry. Another I, one. That's but Ron the one. likes this that's one a lot one, too. Though. It's that's Wonder Woman one. New Fifty Two. 
It's so good. By Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang. It's okay. so good. Um, I like that book so much. I should have put it on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so the story is uh, Wonder Woman discovers a new origin for herself. The in she's actually she finds out that she's actually the daughter of Zeus. This is New Fifty Two, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they redo her origin because they rebooted everything with New Fifty Two. Uh-huh. And this was I think this is regarded as the best. This New Fifty Two is one of the best yes. ones yeah. for sure. Um, and said Batman. Batman was yeah, yeah, Batman too. Um, she's protecting this woman named Zola, who is pregnant with one of Zeus's children. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hera is basically trying to kill her because she, you know, she's mad that he right. got another lady pregnant. And it it plays like a like a Greek Odyssey, not a superhero. Comic. That's awesome for sure. Yeah, she yeah. fights Hades, Apollo. I need to read this. It's, it's really really it's good. Solid, dude. Yeah, and that art is fantastic. It just compliments it so. Is well. it good all the way through? Like it's good yeah, until until he gets he, leave. yeah, he until, leaves. He leaves at some point. Oh, as a like left, in 40, yeah. 40 something, they both leave together, and a new team comes on. And it's garbage, but okay. The they basically ended. They sort of ended with their last issue. Yeah, okay. it basically it had ended. a finale. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was really good. Okay, that was a good book. I would preface it by saying that. It's not like I said. It's not a superhero book. So if you're expecting like a tri- like a traditional Wonder Woman book, for sure, don't, maybe I mean, maybe don't read it. It's but. like picking up the coats run of Black Panthers. Like if you're expecting a superhero book, right. that's not what you're. But if you also yeah. like that mythology of the gods, yeah, if you like for sure, mythology, read, read it for sure. Um, we're gonna do number three now. Oh wow! Uh, again, another one we've talked about. Uh, we've got I another would, one. I should have put that on my list. I'm surprised too. it's not on your list. I know. Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. That's not on your list? No. I mean, Deadpool's not. Doctor Strange isn't. It's, dude, it was rough, man. Um, we've talked I like about, all these again, image books. We talked about this on the, uh, the on the Bendis show and probably on multiple other occasions. Um, such a good start uh, to that book, man. Um, to that run. Miles is um, one of my favorite. Well, he's my he's my second favorite Spider-Man behind Superior. But I feel okay, like, for but, sure. I, but I feel like this is a better book. Than Superior is. I just love Superior as a character. Yeah. Um, but I, Miles is great. I Fantastic. love it. And go pick up the complete collections. They are fans. Three of them. Very convenient. Yeah. There's yes. Three of them. It, I, it used to be a pain in the butt to read the Miles stuff right, because yeah. it was spread out in weird, weird ways. Now they thankfully got that fixed. But I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't need to talk about Miles. This is. We, we've done it a hundred times. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's good, man. Yeah. Um, and it's still good, right? Oh, yeah. same uh, team still. Yes. And, People sure. still like it's it. Still good. It, yeah, it is. It's still very popular. Um, <laughs> what's what's your number number three, Ron? Jonathan Hickman. Finally, oh. I get to my boy Jonathan Hickman uh, and Tom Cook, Cooker, Cooker. Yes, Tom Cooker. Uh, Black Monday Murders. Ah, uh, yes. True Detective in comic form, kind of. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's about the stock market exchange and how uh, these families keep that money uh, in the family. Yeah. It's a bunch of uh, magic, dark magic, uh, uh, not rituals, what are sacrifices, sure. all that stuff. Uh, it's, I don't want to give it away because no. it's really good. No, it's it's not, almost no. done. It's only going to 12 issues. I don't know how people read this week to week. You mean month to month? Month to month, I mean, excuse me. And then they took off a couple of months. I don't get it. It's, like, this, it, yeah. it, it reads like, when oh, you read it in graphic novel form, it's, it's, 
it's some of the best example of reading in graphic novel format. But he's also mm. pretty good at ending it to to where you want to read the next issue. Right, that too. So yeah, but um, no, well, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Hickman's my boy. Yeah, so. Hickman is amazing. Um, and we're gonna be doing a Hickman episode at some point soon. So well, we did one. We did, we did, didn't we? That was my episode. That was your episode. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot. Everything he's ever written has been published. Fun fact. Really? So there you go. Yeah. Okay. I, he was he's an architect major. I bro, I know way too much about this man. Okay, that's interesting. Everything's ever John Hickman. Uh, come to Houston, please, because yeah, I would uh, for real love love to meet you. Sir. Okay, um, Dylan's uh, number three. I, well, I know we've also talked about already, but yeah, what, what, what's I think really, we did yeah. a whole episode on it. We did, yeah, we did one, on this one graphic novel. Yeah, what's your what's your number three? X-Men? You're on the episode. Yeah, I was on yeah, it. It had to be X Men Dark oh, Phoenix Saga. Right. Which I feel like people. I'm surprised it's not higher on your list. Number but I see, pretty, I see the other two. So, so it might be, I don't know. Like I said, it's hard to compare. Right. No, I got things, you. But like enjoyment level and like impact, maybe it would be number one. But right. just like as a story, I would. I like put it number, number two, three. I'm surprised is on there because I didn't know you liked that book that much. But oh, really? We'll get, we'll okay. get to it. But I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, it's kind of like what you're talking about. Just go, it's like one of the most highly regarded. Right. Right. Stories and comics, and no, I mean they tried to Dark Phoenix Saga. They just recently reprinted it again, right? In a yeah, yeah it's it's a it goes in yeah. and out of print every once in a while, right. but they adapted it in one of the movies, and it's going to be and they're going to adapt it in, in, a, in another movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, soon. But yeah, no, this it's it's essential reading if you're reading X Men. But yeah. um, to not dwell on it, go back if you want to hear all our thoughts on this, and yeah. uh, go back to our um, Dark Phoenix Future Focus episode, or I think that's what it was. I don't remember what I don't remember, I don't remember what it was like called. Yeah. just go look for Dark Phoenix. Type it in, you'll find it. Again, um, it's like a dark X Men story. Right, right. Yeah. But um, since Dylan's just got stepped on, you give me your number two. Uh, well, uh, um, Vision by Tom King. Did not it have is. to consult the list. Yeah, it well is. played. Well, I, I get some investment in what you guys are saying. I'm like, wait, what was mine? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I understand. Anyway. I, I have it pulled up right in front of me. Okay, yeah, on yeah, a laptop. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, Vision yeah. by Tom King. Yeah, I didn't know you, you didn't liked know that I liked, book. That, not that's like one of my much. favorite books of all time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you liked. I knew you liked it. To be on top two, I didn't know you liked it. I didn't much. know you loved it. I knew you liked it. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I heard you've been wanting me to read it for a while, and I just haven't. It had is really good. It's so good. It is really good. I, I mean, like his Mister Mister Miracle is fantastic. This is yeah. what so started I need to go, that. I know. I need to go back and read. If you like Mister Miracle, go read Vision. Do you want to give me a little? Yeah, one twenty seventeen Eisner Award for best comic. Just, yeah. I'm not alone in loving it. Um, basically, also not a superhero book. Like, is, no, yeah. no so, battles even, right. really, or anything. Um, Vision wants to... He's kind of having an identity crisis, and he wants to feel more human. That's so, DC. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> uh, and then he... So he makes a family for himself. <laughs> a wife and twins, uh, a, a daughter and son. I love the cover. The white picket fence. Oh, yeah, they're so twisted. They're so disturbing. I feel yeah, like for a lot sure. of the It's so funny when people come in and ask for the visions. <laughs> That's what the hardcover says. It's called the, it says oh, really? the visions on it. Yeah. Oh, huh, interesting. It's like the photo album. It's like yeah, their photo yeah, yeah, album yeah. and it says the visions. But it's but, not like the title. It says vision but, on the no, top. No, but no. It's like. It's just on the hardcover, it's just the visions. It's because it's, it's the art. On the interior, it says vision. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he. Um, I don't want to spoil it because it's such like. Don't. No, don't spoil it. It's good. Yeah. If you like Mr. Miracle, which we've done, we did a caught up. We did a catch up a couple of weeks ago or a month ago. A month ago, yeah. Um, So if you like that, read Vision. It's what sort of. I mean, Tom King's been killing it. Yeah. Tom King is is everywhere right now. Yeah, for sure. That's what put him on the map, though. But, Ron, what's your your number two, Ron? Uh, Ed Brubaker and uh, Sean Phillips. 
Killer Be Killed. You know that guy's name, Sean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And, and Jonathan. Uh, so, yeah, Killer Be Killed. This book is recent. It's uh, 15 uh, issues deep. 20, mm-hmm. maybe. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it is... <sighs> it's kind of spoilery, but whatever. This guy, one night, meets a demon. And this demon's like, hey, I need you to kill one person a month, or I'm going to kill you. Right? So he's kill like, or be killed. There you go. Kill or be killed. Uh, so this guy's like, whatever. I don't, this demon's not real. And then he starts freaking out. Like, he starts, like, seeing stuff and, like, he close encounters with, like, actually dying. I love the art in this book. It's fantastic. Uh, so he starts, like, trying to figure out who she should kill. And he has, like, a week. Um, and then he thought about it. He was like, well, this, my friend... Dad, it was weird when I, we were little. He was like starting to investigate his friend's dad, and apparently, he was a pedophile. Okay. Hmm. So you, that's the, he kills his friend's dad, and come to find out afterwards, he had his his laptop was full of pictures of right. sure. all this stuff. So then he's like, okay, cool, I can just kill those type of people. So he goes into like a sort of a Dexter situation, kind, where he has yeah, to control kind, his. Yeah, yeah. So he that's he like ends Death up, Note a little bit. Like who? Death Note? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean... I need to read this. That's he what he tries like to a, do. He tries right. to kill, like, the bad people. Right, the bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the same with Dexter. But the way yeah. Brubaker tells his story, he'll start, like, way far into the into the issue to where, like, he was a... Not trained killer, but, like, he already had been doing it for a while. Right. And he's like, hold on, wait. Before we get here, Back I need track. to tell you how he got there. It's fantastic. Three months earlier. Like that kind, kind of not thing. even though, Yeah, kind of like that, but it's like, cool, let's start at the beginning. And okay. then, like, it's, it's I like that. so, I like the that. way I like he tells that, that story is so I like good. that when it works. Yeah. It, and it works. Some people, I feel like some authors just throw that in because they think it'll right. be cool. And, and it works like, so, because work. he keeps doing it, too. It's like, he every issue, he'll, like, just do it again and again. And it's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, this is, again, it's on my list, but, um, so, um. That's Killer Be Killed by Brubaker and Phillips. And what, Phillips. what does Sean Phillips do other than this? Uh, bef- a bunch of stuff with him, with okay. Brubaker. Okay. Criminal, I oh, think Oh, he yeah, did. he did all the Brubaker uh, just Brubaker and I mean, he did a good chunk of them. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. And my number two, we also did an episode on, uh, is Watchmen by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Uh, it's a good book. <laughs> that's my number two. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's Watchmen. Well, yeah, it's Watchmen. It's, it's good, bro. Is that the prequel for Doomsday Clock? Oh, no. <laughs> it's good, bro. It, bro, it's good. Uh, Watchmen is fantastic. Um, I I was gonna I have a notes file here where I had notes about all these things. I didn't put anything for Watchmen because it's Watchmen. So yeah, uh, your boy Bardo Bardo also has Watchmen at number two. Number two. Mm-hmm. What, what's Bardo have number one? Preacher. Preacher. It's yeah. Good good choice. Um, I have Watchmen at number two. Um, I think a lot of people would have assumed I would have had it number one, but I didn't. Um, yeah, be my also backtrack. Nick also had Blackest Night on this list. I just okay. forgot the Oh okay. Where'd Nick have it? Um, six. I can't get a beat on what Nick reads. He's all over the place. He I like, is, all yeah. over the place. I like Nick. He's he's sort of very... He, you can't peg, pin him down. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Watchmen is amazing. If you have, if you don't know what Watchmen is, uh, why are you here? Um, <laughs> go watch the movie, right? Here? No, I'm kidding. Um, anyway... Uh, <laughs> go watch, read it. It's good to read. Yeah, go, go read Watchmen. Um, I need to get my graphic novel back so I, I can read it. Again. I have the first printing of the trade. Ooh. A newer printing of the trade, Ooh. the absolute, Ooh. all the issues, Ooh. Uh, and those issues aren't cheap. Uh, Some of them—they're not expensive, but they're not cheap. Uh, I have them. They're all. not. 
I, cover price. I, I, I need a I need a nine eight of number four. Number okay. The, the one bit of information I'll give you is that Watchmen four is my favorite comic book of all time. Yep. Watchmen number four is the best written comic I've read in my entire life. That's the issue with Doctor Manhattan on Mars where he's dropping the photograph. It blows my it's mind. Alan Moore's writing in that in that issue. It's it's masterful. But anyway, masterful. <laughs> masterful. There you go. Um, but anyway, let's go uh, to our number one. Number one. Number one graphic novel of all time. We're going to kick it off with Dylan's. Ooh, oh, I get to go first. Yeah. Um, mine is also on someone else's list. Uh, it's X-Men God Loves, Man Kills. Yes. Asa, Asa has it on his list. Chris Claremont. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, you ever read it? No. Is there anyone who's written better X-Men than Claremont? No. No? Mm-mm. I mean... Ben has got close. Morrison wrote really I good like X-Men. I like run of, of the all-new X-Men. I like it a lot. I wouldn't say But Claremont had more good X-Men than anybody else. Oh, for else, sure. Right? Yeah. But anyway, go on. He's been writing it for We have Claremont to thank for a lot so of much. Stuff, bro, yeah. for sure. Um, so the story is... It was what... Uh, when, I, when I said X-Men 2 earlier, I was thinking of this one. This right. is what X-Men 2 adapted. Um, Senator Kelly is... Uh, basically the villain of this one it's not it's also not really very superhero-y and they're not really fighting anyone but um he's this religious he's a, a reverend kelly he's okay. like this religious leader who basically um you know is preaching to discriminate against mutants right and this course. was the first time that it was like clearly stated like what x-men was an allegory for you know when did this come out was it 80s yeah 80s okay. yeah so it was right it sure, was a I big deal you. then but I think it's, I think part of what's really good about it is it's still a big deal, you know? Right. Like, it's still very relevant, like, especially with today's, you know, political climate. Because it deals with, like, xenophobia and... Absolutely. Yeah, and racism. Oh, no. I mean, it, this, it's, it is, a, again, a classic of classics. I 1982. Mean, 82. Wow. Okay. Uh, it, it still holds up. So yeah. Well, no. It's, it's, it is a must-read. It's great because, like, like I said, it's not a superhero one. The their powers are basically useless because they're not fighting a person; they're fighting, you know, an ideal. Right. And it, I think it can appeal to anyone who has ever been in the minority in any way. You so, know? so you think it's like one of those books that you can read if you are not into comics? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Same with mine. It has a lot to teach. You know. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, I I don't own this book though. I've I've read it, but I don't own it. Uh, is it in print? Yeah, it's in print. Yeah. But I, I think, think it's they just put it back in print. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. But I think it's great when something can flip like something that's happening in real life on its head, and it highlights how like absurd it is. You know, right? Like when you see a religious figure persecuting like people are having powers, you're like that's so stupid. You know, but right. then that can be like, oh wait, like that happens in real life, real life. Right. and it's just as stupid. Yeah, you know, for sure. That's what I like about it, and that that shows you like how. Um, valid comics and graphic novels are as a medium of uh yeah of discussion there was a lot of behind the scenes drama with this one oh with, i imagine yeah they yeah yeah i could imagine chris claremont like really had to had to fight to get this made really well mm-hmm. i mean i'm glad it did it, he did get it made because it's it's fantastic it's a very good series and or, or run i guess um so if you've never read that that is definitely a must pick up. I'll put it on the list. Side note. Of the long list. Side note. Have you guys seen that meme of people sharing that, like, Kelly looks... They're like, why does Kelly look like he's about to... Um, why does Mike Pence look like he's about to institute, right. like, legislation <laughs> against the, the yes. X-Men? Because yeah. he looks just like Mike Pence. Yeah, he looks like it Mike is, Pence. 
Yeah. It's eerie how, how similar <laughs> it is to today's Claremont, Claremont political. Claremont had a crystal ball. Yeah, I think he, he did. He looked into the future. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Ron? What's the oh, number two? I want to go last. No, it's fine. <laughs> What's my number? You mean number one? You're number one. Excuse me. Oh. Well, I, want, I want mine to go last because we both read that. That is true. Uh, boy, I don't know how many times I talk about this book in this store. And on the show. And on the show. <laughs> and any chance I get, because I'll sell it in a heartbeat. It's your boy. Jonathan Hickman. Also, I didn't know real quick, and my other boy. What? Real quick, Ron is wearing a Jonathan Hickman T-shirt right now too. Oh, you're right. You sure are right. Go on. Uh, <laughs> and my one of my, I think that he is my favorite artist. Author. Nick, no oh. artist. Nick Dragata. Oh, really? Yeah, more than yeah for sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. East of West, the sci-fi western. Western. Yeah. Main character. If you like Westworld. Death. Yeah, absolutely. If you Basically, like Westworld. If you like Westworld. Yeah, but yeah. well not before really, Westworld. Not, even, not well, even though. I mean, it came out significantly before Westworld. The so, new one. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the new one. I don't I don't even know. How, I didn't it's, know this was your favorite book. Like, I, <laughs> No, I really didn't. For real? I didn't know it was your favorite. Really? I would have no, no, guessed this or Lock and Key. I would have put Lock and Key. but Yeah, but I don't. I, no, it's not even like. The, yeah, Lock and Key is good. But East and West has, like, I've only read Volume 1, so I can't, like, talk deep about East and West, but it has, like, that Alan Moore, Grant Morrison level of sophistication to it that it's you know, Lock and Key doesn't I, have. Yeah. I, I didn't even talk... know that this was your top pick, and I, like, and not it? to prepare for this episode, right. last week I started reading it. I well, read, like, 15 was, issues, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is really good. Dude, it's fantastic. I think I, I didn't want like, to read it because Ron talks about it so much. I do. I do. I you mean, know how I, it can have the reverse effect of absolutely. people? You know yeah. how, like, Lock and Key was, like, my book at the time when I was reading yeah. it? Like, this book, till this day, I'm still like, hey, you want to read a book, read East of West. Yeah, it's really read good. Read East of West, read East of West. You won't be disappointed. No. Sure. Never disappointed. I mean, I can, I, I sell well, people give on. Me, give me the, give me the. The main character of the book is Death, one of the four horsemen of Apocalypse. Uh, the other three <laughs> want to bring on the Apocalypse. Uh, Death is not spoiler. about it. Death doesn't want to do it because he has a son. Okay. And he is looking for his son because the other three took him. Uh, and you go through this journey of him going across the nation, these nations, because they they got split into territories, sure. so there's a Texas territory. The dystopian future. They're on the last yeah. volume right now, right? They uh, they are getting to the climax for sure. Okay. Um, they're going at 44 issues. Uh, they are on like 38. That's pretty pretty long. So it's pretty book, close. If you're not yeah. Walking Dead and Saga. Right. If and you're Saga not Walking Dead and Invincible, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like uh, the any Robert ancient, Kirkman books. If you're not the ancient <laughs> titles. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even Manhattan projects went pretty pretty long. Four trades, five trades. Yeah, four and then five. And the weird in the sixth one. Yeah, that, that wasn't great. Um, there's so many characters in this graphic novel that just stand out. I was talking to Dylan about it. Uh, Chamberlain, I can't remember his first name, but Chamberlain he runs the Texas territory, and he's one of the funniest people ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. The world building he does in his books are fantastic, and just the just that alone, you should read this book. Absolutely. So, it's, I will say you have to give it a few issues, though. Yes, because oh. I read the first issue. I was like, "What is this about?" Like, because they just throw everything. You at don't even you know what's once. going on until like the end of the first trade. I don't. Yeah, know. I had no idea. I, I probably further than that, but that's when he 
Well, you can get hooked in you, you for sure. The, yeah. Well, once the, once you see death and what he's doing, you're like, all right. It's well, like they over the top action. It's it, yeah. They give you the like the plot in the first issue, basically, and all the characters. Right. And then each issue kind of gives a backstory to each character, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which as, I really like. As good as Hickman's Marvel work is. Which is fantastic. It, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. His image stuff is really where you can see how remarkable of yeah. a writer he is. For yeah. sure. Like, he will be a Morrison or Alan Moore at some point. Most definitely, like, he, for sure. He will be remembered as one of those guys. Um, the, one of those giants of right. the crowd. You can see, once you start reading it and start getting further into it, you can see all the characters are getting closer and closer together. It's it's fantastic, man. I can't, yeah. I can't talk enough about that book. Are you going to cry Absolutely. when it ends? No, well, so whenever they announced uh, that they were going to 44 issues, like, I kind of teared up a bit. But then I was like, well, this is what these they've been working on for years. Yeah. And I best believe once it's done, I'm going to reread it again. Is it one of those things where you all, you kind of don't want to read the last issue because then it's over? We'll see when we get to that point. Because okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. There's a fantastic issue in there that's a uh, silent issue that Dylan hasn't got to yet. And it's... Nick Dragata succeeded so heavily on that issue. Really? It's just the way he told the story, panel by panel. And again, fantastic. Like, like we were talking about earlier with the jumping back in time, that's a gimmick. The silent issue is a gimmick that some people will try because they think it oh, sounds yeah, sure. cool. Yeah. yeah. And it isn't it always. It works so well. I, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Um, I, I need to, I need to get past volume one. For sure. Um, but, so we're going to end uh, on our supersized episode with uh, my Is number one. Uh, only only yeah, 10 minutes long. Okay. Um, probably about 20 by the time we're done. We'll cut it off now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. What's my number one? Doesn't matter. Um, my number one, um, Dylan, do you, have a, do you have a guess? I was going to say you're Watchmen. Not, I don't you're know. You would never guess. No, I don't know. This is um, also Chuck's number one. Really? Yeah. Good guy, Chuck. Suicide Squad. Nope. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll, all right. I'll give you the creative team. Um uh, John Michael Straczynski and Assad Ribic. I don't know. You're not dog. Silver Surfer Requiem. Oh yeah, okay. Silver Surfer mm. Requiem is amazing. It's a fantastic book. It is. Everyone tells me I need to read it. I don't know why I haven't. It's it only is. four issues. I think Chuck is telling me it's to out read of that. print. I got you. Want to? I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, he, Ron has the trade. Okay, uh, the, the hardcover. Trade, the hardcover. You suck. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, I'll buy it from you. <laughs> Um, in your books. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. Um, wow. And the issues are expensive and hard to find, too. Um, but, you know, you can get it. You can read it digitally. When um, did this come out? Um, early 2000s. Okay. Um, it's when they were. It's right around, you remember Subname or uh, Submariner Depths? Yeah. It's right around that same time. Would you like that one, too, right? Uh, yeah, I do like that one. Uh, it's also Ribic. Um, but it's not Ribic. It's also um, probably my favorite comic. 2007. Artist. He's, he's really great. Yeah, he's been on he my list really good. twice. Um Anyway, um, it's a uh, it's a four part story uh, that has starts with Reed Richards giving um, Silver Surfer the news that he his body's degenerating and he's gonna die, and and it's basically a farewell tour and it's him going to say goodbye to all of his loved ones, um, and I, I've got some notes here that's um, like he stops he stops an interplanetary war on the way home, he <laughs> says goodbye to the love of his life and makes peace with Galactus. Um, Galactus shows up. It it's the saddest thing it's, I've it's, read it's, in it's a long time. Galactus shows up. Silver Surfer is dying. He's a, he's a, he's on Zenla. He's on his home planet, 
and like all the all the people are coming to visit him. Like he's 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 like lying in state, but he's mm-hmm. not dead yet. Um, and then Galactus shows up, uh, lands on the planet, and summons the Surfer. The Surfer comes to him. He has to be carried to him, and he uh, and he, and Galactus is like, what "The hell, man! You, you you know it's not you're not supposed to. This is not supposed to happen." He's like, "It's okay. I've made my peace with it. Whatever." And Galactus, they have a moment where he says, where he 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 tells them that he loves him, and that something you know you're you're my herald and you will always be my herald, and because of your service, I will never eat Zemla or you know, along those lines. He so he promises that he's never gonna eat, you know, his planet. Um, and one of my favorite quotes is from the last issue, Doctor Strange visit, comes to visit him. And I wrote this quote out here. It says, um, Within this flame burns all the knowledge of our world, all the secrets we have hidden, all the truths we have forgotten, all our songs, all our stories, all our greatness, all our foolishness. It is divided into two parts, that which existed before you came and that which was created after you came and saved our world. It's so good. That's a really good book, dude. That's Spider-Man. Is it out of continuity? Or no, is it... it's its own thing. Yeah. Okay. That Spider-Man issue is fantastic. Yeah, that's that's my favorite one for oh, sure. It's like I get emotional just thinking about this book. Like it's, it sounds a little similar to All Star Superman. It is. Okay. It is a little similar. Which I almost put on my list. Yes, yeah. same here. I almost put that on my list. It's amazing. Um, but you really can't go wrong. I don't know if you'd have to find this on Comicsology because it's not in print. But I'll let you borrow it's it. I got you. yeah. You, you let them borrow. Whoever it. wants to read it, I let them borrow it. It's for real. Good. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's amazing, um, but anyway, that is that's it. That's our. Man, that was it. That that is our um, top ten graphic novels. Yeah. This was a this was a fun one. This was a hard one for sure. Hopefully, the next top ten list won't be as uh, difficult. No, they'll all be hard, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, everybody who uh, submitted, thank you. Uh, I will be posting those somewhere through we the Twitter at BRC Uncanny. Did did we? Is there any big mention or honorable mentions that we forgot? Some number ones or something? I yeah. mean, uh, Sean uh, shops at Wash. He had I Kill Giants. Okay. Uh, Bardo had Preacher. Uh, a couple people had Transmetropolitan. What did Taryn have? Taryn had March of Crabs, which I haven't read. I'm sure it's some indie book. <laughs> uh, my best friend Morgan had Saga. Uh, Acer had Killing Joke. Right. Nick had Punk Rock Jesus. Okay. Uh, Corey. Had Starman yeah. Omnibus. Okay. Uh, and then Casey one. had Black Science. Okay. Which is another Rick Remender book. So, yeah. Awesome. Pretty good ones. Phil, uh, former 1960 employee. Uh, right. He had Top 10 by Alan Moore. <laughs> top was, 10. I think by that was Alan his fully, it's funny one. But yeah. he had Swamp Thing, Alan Moore, and Alan I wanted and to Grant put Swamp Thing on here. That's a good one, too, man. There's um, so many good ones. There's it, We are living in a time where there is good graphic novels. Yeah. Absolutely. Of all different. This was this was a Taste. this was a harder one to do than the video game one. Oh, for sure. Um, but a lot of fun. Uh, and if you have any suggestions of top ten lists you'd like us to do, we've got some that we we're planning. But you know, if we get a better suggestion, we'll do that. Yeah, instead. for sure. Um, but top ten animes. <laughs> God, we gonna be on that. I think one. I've watched ten animes. So I can do <laughs> I it. Mean, I, don't, I, can do right. it. I don't know if I watched ten animes. Yeah, you probably can. I, can I count Ghibli movies? Yeah, of course. Oh, easy. Uh, I'm good too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, anyway, anyway, make sure you follow. Anyway, defenders, make sure you follow us on. Just let you know my top anime is Naruto. Obviously. <laughs> Spoiler. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at Uncanny Universe Podcast and follow us on Twitter at BRC Uncanny. Uncanny. You, you, we you. we practice that. 
Uh, we y'all practice that. Yeah. We do. I, I feel left out. <laughs> FOMO. Yeah. Way, way to go. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us and sticking with us on this uh, a little bit of a longer show. We really appreciate the support, all the downloads. Um, and, oh, don't forget Free Comic Book Day coming up on May the 5th before yep, we forget yep. our events. Thank we, for- my own. we forgot events last week. Yeah. Uh, we have um, Dungeons & Dragons uh, uh, April 28th at the Sugarland location from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It is um, – you have to make a purchase from the gaming department, whatever – purchase you want it could be a single die or a board game it doesn't matter that's how you play you also have to register um we have hero clicks the day after that but uh, whatever that's for people who know how to play that um <laughs> d is for anybody well i mean hero clicks is l- much less inclusive right, you than have to, is. yeah for sure um but you could go and learn you could i would love for people to come and learn um but so we have that and then f- on five five we have free comic book day at all five stores uh come down and get free books and signings and plethora of signings so many peeps everywhere there's signings everywhere well I know but you have like six people here yeah all the peeps it's it's like a mini con we should call it that yeah we should call it that in conversation (laughs) a mini conversation (laughs) a mini conversation um but anyway um make sure you come down for that and I think that's all of our events that we have announced for now Avengers Infinity War comes out this month isn't that crazy? It comes out the week after this episode airs. That's crazy. I think. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Because I was going to book my New York trip for that week, and then I was like, oh, crap. i got to move it up That's crazy, fam. I know. So It's excited. almost here. Nothing else matters. Yeah. I know. It's very exciting. I think you're going to cryosleep until Infinity War comes out. <laughs> we might. I mean, pretty much. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all of your support. Thank you, guys. This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>